I'm falling. I'm going to die. <laughs> like I care. Just kidding. I'm still sore over the way I let Tandy and Darcy scare me like that. For me, it was a wake-up call. One I've been dreading for years. One I've smashed alarm clocks for prophesizing. Now the last five years were like a dream to me. A fantasy of what my life could have been like if only I'd done things differently. Darcy said my whole life has been one long fall. And I guess she's right. This plane has been falling for almost 10 seconds and I haven't even blinked. You know why? You get used to it. Sorry about that, miss. Looks like we found a little air pocket there. Are you okay? Yeah. We're beginning our descent now. We should be on the ground in about 20 minutes. Whatever. Flying from LA to New York. It's been a short night. I haven't slept. I tried a hundred times to call Francine, but there's no answer. The only reason I'm on this plane is because Darcy told me, in no uncertain terms, I could either work for her or make Francine's funeral arrangements. I guess we all have a price, and your worst enemy is the one who can afford it. So now I'm back to where I began. Don't ask me what I've learned. Just shut up, okay? What can I do? Float along until I see an opening and run like hell? Francine would be dead before I could call. Her, her mother, her mother's dog, all dead. So this is Darcy's golden girl. That's the word, yeah. Enjoy your stay, ma'am. Sorry about the ride. Story of my life. You've got to be kidding me. Nix, Nix. Good morning, Miss Chuvansky. Welcome to New York. Doesn't look like New York. We thought it best to fly you into a private airport. Better safe than sorry. Funny who you can run into at the airport. Have you had breakfast? No. We can eat at the apartment. We have a lot of people coming over to handle your makeover and wardrobe. Let's see. At 9.30 is Sonia. Sonia? Haircut. I think my hair is fine. All I need is a brush. Let's see what Sonia says, okay? She's the image authority. I think she might want to make some, um, minor changes. Minor? Yeah, you know, polish you up a bit. Not that you don't look great. I don't normally go for the bedraggled rock star look, but on you, it works. You know, cute. Oh, God. Nervous? It's totally understandable. Mrs. Parker told me you've been out of it for a while, but you used to be the best. Don't worry, I'm here to help you, even cover for you if need be. 
You can trust me. Mm-hmm. Sal, who? It's Salvador Tucciani, your stupid piece of meat! Who the hell are you? One moment, please. Pardon me, madam. It's Mr. Tucciani. I handled him as instructed. He's hopping mad. Do you want to talk to him? <sighs> Sal, what a pleasant surprise. Who the hell you got answering phones over there, Darcy? I'm terribly sorry about that, Sal. It was purely an oversight. I assure you, it won't happen again. I'm not putting up with any disrespecting of people, Darcy. I don't have to put up with anything. She meant no disrespect, Sal. I promise. I'll talk to my staff and make sure it doesn't happen again. Bye. Oh? So sorry. I thought you just called to check up on my staff. Go with me, Darcy. I wouldn't dream of it, Sal. It's not healthy to piss off your partners, Darcy. Nobody's innocent. Sal, uh, excuse me. Would you hold on for a second? But are you really gonna kidding me? Hey! Hey! Hello! She hang up on you. That freaking half-breed! Put me on hold! I told you we should never let a woman in the organization. They got no respect for the authority. My last wife, she didn't have no respect either. Now she nags the fish in Lake Michigan. <laughs> hey! Hey! Tell Chef I'm ready for breakfast. <clears throat> Sorry about that, Sal. It's just been crazy here this morning. Don't you ever put me on hold again, Darcy. I don't hold nobody. You got that? Not you, not nobody. Sal, you seem tense. Are you taking your blood pressure medication? Everything's under control. Then why is the Senate subcommittee on crime and out subpoenas like Christmas presents? You said you bust up the committee last week! Sal, Sal! You have to be patient. These things take time. You know that. If you go for the quick fix, they'll just regroup. My way is perfect. By the time my girls are finished, there'll be nothing... Your girls are late. Don't be a fool. This isn't 1963, Sal. You can't just blow away the men in charge of your public investigation. Yeah, it's the end of the week, Darcy. That's all. After that, I'm 
Ma'am? Nice, Darcy. Real nice. Where are you going with your bags? I'm out of here. The hell you are! You're not going anywhere. Try and stop me. David? David? David! You've been listening to episode 11 of Strangers in Paradise, book 5, Immortal Enemies, by Terry Moore, adapted by Thomas DJ. Produced by Thomas DJ, Chris Honeywell, and Nicole Tomty. Sound designed by Chris Honeywell. Vanessa Van Zare was Cachu. Anna Crawford was Darcy. Casey Boudinot was Sharon. Luna Lazaga was the pilot. Tori Wright was the driver. Teresa Burnside was Mavis. Nicole Tomty was the receptionist. James Hickson was Sal. All other parts played by the 8TW players. Music provided by Jim Moon and the Eldritch Light Orchestra, with additional music by Shane Ivers. This is a fan work produced with the cooperation of Mr. Moore, done solely out of love for the property. We lay no claim to the rights or characters. Please read the original series and other works by Mr. Moore, available through abstractstudiocomics.com. Please contact us at 8TWinfo at gmail.com and join the conversation in the 8TW Discord. You can find the invite at 8TW.blogspot.com. Thank you for listening, and good night.